0: Welcome to The Process, a podcast about creative people and their creative processes. I'm Kevin Hoogerwerf. I'm John Lee. And let's uh, get this intro done. Di- it's so hot. Yeah, it's we're in, so we're in
1: Brandon's room uh, on the second floor of my house, Bellingham, Washington. And it's like, it's um, not,
0: and it's sunny, but it's not the good kind of sunny. Right. It's well, like, the, and the it's like but, East Coast humid sunny. So the thing about the houses in Bellingham, too. So, like, if you're from California, which a lot of listeners this season might be, yeah. um, but, uh, California has air conditioners. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like you can't have it's a house that it gets too hot. Yeah, you have to. But in Washington, it's like a privilege. No one has. Air unless it, if it's like a parent's house. Yeah. Then they have air conditioning. <laughs> it's a parent's house. But if it's like any shitty college. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no way. And they're like they're old yeah. houses that are like <laughs> not well insulated. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, and, and so they're charming for other reasons. But like there's also not screens on the windows. So if you have windows open, you get bugs. Yeah, in, it's just a nightmare. This but is it's so, really hot. I'm dying. And it's not the good kind of hot either. It's, it's not like, I, like it's when not I walk like that, outside, it's not like it's the Kevin were kind of hot. It's like the, <laughs> I wanted to like burn okay. somebody <laughs> and call someone <laughs> ugly that we know, but I don't know who to pick where it will no, still someone be. Someone came to mind. You can tell me afterwards. <laughs> no, you, you, no one you, came to mind. I, I to, don't know I wanted to say you, yeah, but I was like, that's, that's just too not easy. true. It's that's, too easy. and It's not true. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah. You're People welcome. don't know what my face looks like. If they're like, if you're, if they're the California listeners, they're like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I'm Asian. You're probably picturing me white,
0: weren't you? Weren't you, well, I don't. Listeners? Maybe in Washington. I don't know about I don't know. it. Like, in California, there's actually, especially, like... In the they Bay, definitely weren't, like... That's there's a lot of diversity in California, that's true. Is what I'm saying. They I definitely think, weren't, like, picturing an Asian face. I mean, my <laughs> high school was, like, something like 40% Asian. I don't know. Was it really? Yeah. What? It was, like... And that's, I mean, that's, like, all, uh, like, regions, I guess. Right.
1: I did a poll on Twitter about what should the processional song for my wedding be. And the one that won was Honor To Us All... From <laughs> Mulan
0: you should
1: yeah that's a great song it's like a, a little racist but like, <laughs> I think it's also kind of funny like that everyone voted for that but uh I was like oh, that's kind of a racist joke but and yeah. like no one yeah. will wait what's for
0: what's racist in it again it's just like
1: I don't know it's just like
0: the St- just like these like it?
1: traditions of just oh, like yeah. it's like stereo,
0: be... it's stereotyping Chinese culture yeah, basically, kind right? of, yeah I guess I don't know and like the, the tune of the song
1: is very just like Ding ding,
0: ding ding Like chopsticks. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, <laughs> it's catchy, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like out yeah, yeah. of like the entire move on soundtrack, it's just like you can <laughs> sing along to that song and be like ching chong ching. like it's very just like oh, very man. just like generic like yeah, Asian it's Anyway.
0: Uh you should play that song who sings the one where she's like what is my reflection? Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> who I uh, am
0: is it Christina Aguilar? I think Yeah, they got Christina Aguilar yeah, to, I don't know to
1: what. do Mulans. singing voice. they, got, they get like really like big stars to do stuff. So, like Michael Bolton does like Hercules uh, randomly. Weird. Yeah. And That's uh, weird. Yeah, it's super random. But uh, <laughs> Alright, it's hot,
0: so let's get it's into hot. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, who do we have today, John? We have Shiloh. Shiloh Kalk, Kalk from Burden Willow, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she's a musician. She's a, a friend of mine. Another California native, yeah, San Jose, what California. It. All right, and we join them in a conversation already in progress. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> I still get nervous uh, meeting people's parents. Oh yeah. Even though I'm, like, uh, Did you were
0: you nervous meeting my parents?
1: Yeah, anyone's parents. I'm just like yeah. mm, it's like. are like, they, they think I'm a bad influence? Like, well, you like, like I'm a like I'm a six year old child. no, I mean, no matter like,
2: what, they're going to form an opinion of you. And then, what if you don't like the opinion that they form of you?
1: Yeah, I'm just like. Is it cool if I, you know, get a Capri center from your pantry? <laughs> like, I, like I'm still like a little kid in that aspect. Yeah, it's like,
0: always okay for you to take anything from my house. Really? Yeah. Take Thank anything you want. I've already taken a few things. <laughs> yeah, take uh, <laughs> look around. Take the most expensive stuff. I don't care. Can I take a picture of you?
1: Yes. How long have you known Kevin?
2: Like, um, well, so, uh, the first time I played a show, um, with Brandon, uh, uh-huh. Kevin was also playing. So I have memories of Kevin going back, but yeah. we just haven't really gotten to know each yeah, other. Yeah. We don't so. know each other that well. No.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was going to say he had some, we just he, he had some bags, bags, bad haircuts. So yeah. I was like, Hey,
2: Kevin, I think I mean, we've been Facebook friends.
0: Yeah. You
2: know, that's a thing.
0: And then, well, it was like, I think, I think you <clears throat> kind of, uh, met me and Brandon around the same time. Yeah. And I think so. And then you got to like, I just moved away. And so yeah. you, you got well, to I mean, know. So did,
2: so did Brandon, but.
0: Did he? He moved back. <laughs> Where did he move?
2: Well, I mean, he, he went to Berkeley, first of all. And, oh, then, and then he did live yeah. in Washington for a time, That's for right. like a second. I, for
0: like three months. I guess I don't consider Berkeley moving away because he we was still right. in the Bay Area. Right. But. And like
2: I would visit Berkeley all the time, but I didn't know him well enough to ever, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are you in school?
2: I just graduated December 23rd. Oh, hello. Oh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Where would you graduate from? San Jose State University. What did cool. you, you study? accounting information systems. Was it awesome? <laughs> that is not the process I'll be talking about today. <laughs> um, it, it was awesome in its way. Yeah, no, I I not what, what made I you interested it. in that? Oh, gosh, that's, that's the story. I, I already told it. A lot of times this week. You yeah. Know, well, it's tell kind of the
0: theme. Never with a microphone in front of i No, know, I know. yeah. Now it's so, official. Okay, so this is this essentially what do it comes podcast. down to.
2: People people, first of all, obviously are very confused. So if they know me as a musician, for instance, um, and then they find out I'm an accountant, they don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And they think, Oh, okay, so you like numbers or math or something? And I think most people just don't know what accountants
1: <laughs> do exactly. That's um, exactly where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So the and funny we're, we're weird and condescending about it, like, oh uh,
0: numbers. Uh,
2: yeah, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Calculators. The thing is I don't do numbers the computer does the numbers i just have to know like what the story is so okay so so it's from the story beginning
0: storytelling it's storytelling no it is this is
2: what i tell everybody um accounting for me is, is more about stories and about um client service but anyway basically when i finished high school and started i started at west valley college doing community college i was like oh culture you know i love culture so i'm gonna i'm gonna do like anthropology or something so uh-huh. i took an anthropology class um and realized that that you know, anthropology consisted of multiple things, including business. And so then when I realized, oh, business is human interaction too. And it's about how we manage value. um, I figured I would do that because it was a little more practical and still interesting. So then I toyed around with different concentrations and actually applied to San Jose State in management. Um, And then basically the firm I work for now, PwC, um, did some recruiting at the community college level. And it was the first time they'd done that. But that summer between um, between schools, I did some programs, leadership programs, just to learn more about auditing and what the profession was like um, with that firm. And I was so taken with the firm and the culture there that I continued with them. So I did an internship the following summer and then finished up my credits and finished my degree and, um, started with them. So yeah. So for me, accounting is less about doing the math. It's about understanding the system or the underlying reasons for things. And it's about being able to uh, think critically and solve problems. Um, and it's very, I mean, it's very based on human interaction as well. I think people assume that it means being in a cell or just like punching numbers, which you do a lot of, but you and your, you're not
1: in a cell. No, oh, I thought you were like in a prison cell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, usually you're at, I mean, at a table facing your team and you're working together right. like you have one common goal and so all of you are trying to achieve the same thing and so there's a lot of camaraderie why didn't
0: now. we don't major in something yeah, useful this, that's well yeah you sold me on it i want to yeah. why are we podcasting what did you major again uh philosophy podcasting? It's yeah useless. i did theater god which one's more useless uh which one do you think is more useless theater or philosophy, theater or
2: philosophy?
3: oh gosh
1: I, I mean that's hard that's, that's pretty hard. that's pretty tough they're both <laughs> equally bad um
3: Oh, God. Did you have a minor? I, I don't know. I don't I think, think I yours could. is
1: more useless, actually. Yeah. I minored in communication, which, yeah, is, which is another that useless philosophy,
2: thing. I um like, because philosophy can uh, philosophy like, influence theater. Well, it because it's the underlying; it underlies right. everything. So, I mean, philosophy mm. underlies
3: yeah. accounting well, in in some l- ways. Philosophy
0: could be it, like it; it uh, gives you critical thinking skills, which is exactly. just generally useful. Like, it could have been accounting. Um yeah.
1: but also the theater department. <laughs> kind <like> accounting. <laughs> the, the theater department was closest to my dorm, though. So, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so just the the efficiency for like where you could have gone to yeah, class, you right. saved a lot of time. So, you, yeah, uh, it might have been more useful. I for got you. a whole Lot more out of those four years. Oh,
2: uh, and I think you have to break it down to okay, the degree is a certain name, but you have to break it down to what skills it consists of uh, to like the simple elements. So, I mean, theater it involves um, speaking in front of people, and uh, um, it involves being able to understand um, other people and understand that's how very to embody Yeah, and so it I mean, there's g- a lot yeah, of underlying you. skills <laughs> that that make um, a successful. But actor. you don't have
1: to do that. You can just be like a stage manager in concentration. Which is <laughs> just like, yeah.
0: just like and not that's do, just true. Like, you don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you're well, facilitating the arts. So not could, true, but I can man, always you put can, a positive you, spin, you spin on it. You can spin anything. All right, I, I yeah. promise you, I can spin, spin anything. What's yeah. something that's like more useless than <laughs> philosophy and theater? <laughs> What's more, something more useless <laughs> than like that? More useless. I want to hear shows Like take. a degree that's more useless? Or just a thing that's more. Anything. I don't know. Like when you A dung beetle. No, that's that, not that, like What's the worth of a dung beetle? Like, well,
2: they it, take care of the world's waste. Yeah, it takes they, No, like
0: something
1: like need, really need, useless. Like you buy a DVD of like uh Mission Impossible 2 and there's like a sleeve on the DVD. It's like why is there a sleeve why and is there also a yeah, What's the, the value case? of that sleeve?
2: Okay, so you know, that is an area for innovation. So that yeah. that's you know, an area for improvement.
1: Oh, okay. That's, right. but That's
2: different. I mean, the sleeve, that's not a person or that's not like something that somebody does yeah, in the world. I, was... I mean, and usually, I mean, the things that people do in the world usually stem from some sort of oh. actual need. Well, like tell, some... that, tell
0: that to the sleeve maker. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> they, they were trying to design this, so maybe the sleeve was trying to make it look slick and shiny rather than like a matte paper, you know, but they didn't mm. have technologies for like uh, you
1: damn, know. That's a good spin Yeah that's a yeah. good spin and I was like there's no way You can spin this damn sleeve <laughs> It's what all about, about aesthetics hmm. I mean
2: they're trying To make a good aesthetic they just haven't Gotten to the best solution yet well,
1: There's
0: a yeah. heater In the background yeah. Sorry this isn't my house Yeah I don't know how Authenticity to <laughs> Raw
1: As like musicians Existing in 2017 Do you guys plan On putting that like Do you focus more on, like,
0: putting out physical albums? I mean, I I think the thing is, like, it's expensive to put out physical stuff. Do do people do it still? They do, right? I I I mean, like, I have a batch
2: right now.
1: Okay.
0: And, like, as soon as I have something to put on a physical thing, I'm going to do it. So, I I mean, here's
2: my thought process. (laughs) Process. Process. (laughs) Process.
0: we, we, where's it, where's people, our bell? We ring a bell. A lot
2: of people, even if they do choose to buy your record at an, mm-hmm. a show, will probably still end up listening to it on Spotify. Yeah. But that's okay. Hmm. I'm okay with doing that. I'm okay with going to my friend's show and buying their record and still I'm going to listen to it on Spotify. Right, yeah. The CD player in my car doesn't even work. I was so excited to get a car with a CD player and it broke. <laughs> um, I finally have a CD player in my room again. So I do listen to them there. But. I still like having it on the shelf yeah. and knowing right. that I bought it from that person. And so, like, a lot of people do download cards, and that's great and whatever. But even when I decided um, to try doing download cards, I still wanted people to have the artwork. I mean, because we, we went to the work of having someone mm-hmm. take photos and having Andrew Beach design our layout. Mm-hmm. And, um, friend of
1: the show, I friend, of I know, of the friend of the, of the
2: show. Um, and, I don't like. I don't want to just throw that away, and I mean, you can have it online, but it's it really is different. So we tried doing something where we printed out that artwork just as like an envelope for the oh, download right, code, yeah. but it's still it's not. No one's going to buy that instead of buying the CD.
0: Yeah, or well, right, I, yeah, I I yeah. kind of like having. I like it when it's not only the album artwork, but like you have the the booklets, like and yeah. people put effort into like here's some pictures from like development of the CD, or yeah. like, and like vinyl is still different because vinyl does like
2: vinyl like a whole package. Of, well, it's like
0: it's like a whole package, and like it does. You can do things like if it's mastered correctly, you mm-hmm. can it can sound better. Oh, it does, it sounds different. I, that's, that's not like a hipster thing to say, that's like literally right. true. Oh, okay. there's, the there's a physical difference. The first time difference.
2: I noticed that was I mean, you don't notice it if you're just listening to a vinyl and you haven't heard the music before, but when you know a CD backwards uh-huh. and forwards and then you listen to the vinyl, and that happened with Margaret Glassby, where I had I listened to the album mm-hmm. tens of hundreds of times, it felt yeah. like. And so then we turn it on and it was three dimensional. It was yeah. like, oh my gosh, she's singing here and the guitar is at the back of the room. How did that happen? Well, so yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, and you can, I and I would say if you if you want to prove this to yourself <laughs> and not just yeah. like say, I'm fucking hipsters. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> listen to like ten vinyl, like get ten very different artists, and you'll start to notice which vinyls are mastered well and which oh, ones aren't. Yeah. And like which ones they just like took the digital so it's not, version. So not to just and, put it
2: on a big old vinyl. Yeah, exactly. Like, it has to, to be. Yeah.
0: It has to be mastered for vinyl. Oh, for and sure. You'll, you'll hear the difference mm-hmm. between. That's what like sold it to me was I heard a bad pressing and I was like, oh, oh, this like it's sucks. not actually that good. It's yeah. not.
2: It's not just magic. It's like actual.
0: Yeah, you gotta put Science. work into it. All right, <laughs> uh, let's get into okay. let's get into uh, like talking we about more stuff. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, I assume we're gonna
1: get like a sample of your work for the show. Oh yeah, for yeah, because sure. we're gonna like what kind of in, in between the X. Okay. Uh, but um, how would you define? Well, what's your project name? Yeah, is your yes. project so
2: name? So currently, my my project name is Bird and Willow. It is um, my brother and I functioning as a duo. Your brother canceled
0: on us uh, I know. at the very last minute he's just, after he was supposed to be here.
2: I know. And he just was at the beach because it was a freaking beautiful day. So, whatever. Mm. Forget him. I, I was hate the beach. working. Just kidding, and I that the beach. sucked. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, Bird and Willow. And um, again. I'm sorry. So, Bird, hipster.
1: Three words Bird, Bird and, and Willow. Willow. Gotcha. So, now
2: people, a lot of people have names of a similar format, which I'm aware of. And before naming our project, I specifically was trying to kind of steer clear of that. But uh, Bird and Willow has its roots in our actual past, um, in the sense that we were born and raised in Willow Glen, California. Um, and uh, our house was at the corner of Bird and Willow. And um, oh. for me, having that be our name represents um, it represents our roots. It represents... Um, a sense of place because of, of you know where you come from, and um, that's also appropriate for our record, which our first EP is called "Place to Land," and it's all about um, it's all about yeah finding your place in the world, and um, so yeah, so our name reflects that, and um, since we're siblings and since we have that same shared history, it's pretty special. So, uh,
1: how would you define the overall style of Bird and Noah?
2: The overall style um, it is we call it folk rock. I mean, mm. it's pretty pretty straightforward. Um, it is full band um, for the record, which is was really fun to do. We recorded with our friends Brian and Kevin Valco, who did the bass and the drums for us. We recorded it kind of um, in one take, uh, the initial the initial part of it. Um, oftentimes, Jared and I will perform solo, and then it's maybe right. more on the folk side. Um, but and
0: then, uh, sometimes the Valkos, yeah. will play themselves and it's more on the rock side,
2: exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> blending it together, and
0: sometimes it's, just, uh-huh. sometimes it's just drums, yeah. So, no, so one of the special <laughs> things
2: about it, though, is that, um, my brother actually is a trained, um, classical string player, so he, his degree is in viola performance, yeah. He and could have been a good guest, I know, I know, maybe, maybe on. next time.
1: Yeah, I hope you're enjoying the beach, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Well,
0: we certainly enjoyed the Andrew's Garage. <laughs> 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 yeah, I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm glad <laughs> <but> you did, <laughs> anyways. So he
2: is incredibly talented with that, and he did string arrangements custom for these songs. Uh So um, those were recorded um, with his fellow uh, musicians as well, so real strings in the studio. So yeah, so folk rock with um, that really lush underpinning of the... Of the strings. Cool. cool.
1: I, I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but have you ever had someone like trying to find your music for you and you're way <laughs> off and like? No, that's like, always interesting. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah, I wish, I feel I like wish I'm you could like try. like an Ariana Grande vibe or something like that. Okay, okay. Here's a
2: weird like, thing. This is just random, but I have heard from at least three separate independent sources, and I mm-hmm. I still don't quite know how I feel about this or if I agree or not. But people who hear me sing will come up and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, you sound like the girl from the Cranberries," <laughs> and I'm like, "Really?
4: What's
1: the Cranberry? Who's the Cranberry?" They sing um, um.
2: They sing dreams, and they sing zombie,
1: zombie, zombie, yeah, yeah, zombie, yeah. So they're that's like tri- a ni- that's 90s, Shilo,
2: rock. Shilo 90s rock, 90s rock. So right now yeah. I will, I will say, <laughs> 90s rock. I, I wouldn't say that we sound like that, but I, I did grow up listening to the radio during that time, or during like, during the early 2000s, I guess. And so a lot of that kind of stuff, um, was the beginning of my musical influences, uh-huh. for better or for worse. So I think that um. That maybe without and I a separate person also said like about one of my songs like oh I I like the like '90s chords (laughs) I was like whatever that means okay thank you so um, yeah yeah.
0: these chords only existed for ten years so some people (laughs) think I sound like the
2: cranberries we do not sound like the cranberries
0: but say for yourself. cranberries are a fruit I don't understand how that could even (laughs) I do not know the cranberries I'm sure I've heard them I just (laughs) don't know the band name fruit
2: what about like the doors or whatever like that what kind of a band name is that.
1: I
0: don't kind of don't like.
2: criticize their band name. I wasn't was criticizing. I was just I was confused. I <laughs> okay. thought you were talking about fruit. Okay, well, no. Are no, you talking not. about doors now? No, no.
0: Because I can leave. Let's get back on track. <laughs> I've done it before. I'll go through show. that door. <laughs> I'll go through that door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, talk about, which, well, talk about so that's writing. Our project. Because yeah. you've, you've written music before Bird and Willow, right? Like, you've been writing for a little while. What's uh, How has it been different, like, writing your own? Because you wrote your own stuff, I guess?
2: Well, so, I mean, these were my songs. So, I... Okay. I have a lot of stuff to say, you know? <laughs> and I think that <laughs> we can all relate to that. Probably everyone listening to this podcast and you guys can all relate to having to say and needing an outlet to say it. And um, so I have written songs for uh, probably, let's realistically say, uh, nine years. Ooh,
4: mm-hmm. wow, um,
2: cool. Now I did not grow, so I come from a large family and all of my family is very musical. Um, in various ways my dad always played bass and guitar and um I know my mom like sang growing up and she played a little guitar growing up she wasn't um as actively musical um when I was a kid but um Then my oldest brothers played piano, and Jared started learning violin, Uh, and then I started dancing, because I was the first girl, and I didn't actually take uh, formal lessons, so I didn't grow up with musical training in that sense, um, though I was in various choirs as well. Um, But, so around 2008 or so, I guess I was 14, 15, um... I, we had a piano that was just always accessible. So I would mess around on the piano uh, because it was a time when I just kind of spent a lot of time at home and I had a lot of free time. I know it, <laughs> it kind of comes down to this a lot. You're able to be creative when you have uh, that free time. But um, I remember my brother, Jared, he was away for a week at a camp and um, he came home and I was like, hey, I wrote this song. Um, and I played it for him and it was called Silhouette. I still, I still kind of yeah, still holds fond up. of that song you know yeah. it's, I'm fond of it but, Wait how
1: old um, were you 15?
2: I think I was 15 Yeah, yeah probably. What,
1: what was like What's the What was like so, the, the now ma- I remember main content? The, like. the
2: inception of the song was I remember discussing in the car I was discussing with my little brother's random band names you know just like oh what if the band was named this or right, that yeah. and then I think someone said silhouette and I just instantly had this picture of like oh my gosh that'd be such a cool concept for a song I think it was the first time I um Had that concept moment where Uh something just triggers this concept and you flesh it out kind of within a moment. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so silhouette just I I started to think about a certain friendship that I had that you know you're friends with this person and they're animated in your life and then as they start to fade away they're kind of still there but you you can't see any details. Mm -hmm. And so that was what I wrote the song about and um, I wrote on piano which I don't write on piano very often anymore, but I've been trying to get back to it, but I wrote on piano, and so when I showed it to my brother, he asked me, "How? I mean, how do you know how to do that? You know, you, you, you haven't even taken lessons, how did you know that this chord leads into that chord, and all this like theory, you just integrated it without even knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I don't know, I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> it just awesome. sounded good, yeah. you know, it just sounded like, I just yeah, thought yeah. that should come next, you right. know? Um, and that's because science, like it, there actually are, um, Things in music that lead you from one place to another. Right. So um, I just followed my instinct in that, and um, it was simple, obviously. But
1: um, w- when you're writing a song, yeah, give me give me yeah. one second. Is yeah. It's
0: like the dryer going, or like the washing machine. Oh, that might ma- ma- that's lot. maybe yeah. what it is. Pause.
1: It's still going. They
2: did start laundry. No, it's not.
0: Well,
1: it sounds like it. It's
2: just oh no, it just like has.
0: No, oh,
1: it's the bike. It's really? the what? Really? No. It's like rattling.
2: It's like the sheer sound of the heater. Oh,
0: maybe
1: it's, just the, yeah, maybe it's just the sound. It's really weird. It sounds like they put rocks in the dryer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like a denim jacket. It's
0: like popcorn. <laughs> Rock popcorn.
1: Stupid. Pop, pop, popcorn. Oh,
2: Let's well. just, like, open the garage and take this whole table.
4: I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> yeah. Alright, ask what you're going to ask. Plain air. Uh yeah, well, so when you're writing songs, uh like s- some things that like you consider like your best content, mm-hmm. uh, would you say it comes like tediously working on it every day or do you think like the best song is just some like an idea comes to you and you're just like yes and like you write <laughs> it like in 5 minutes or like
2: Um I believe that songs um generally are successful if they have a main thing to say.
1: Uh-huh. Um
2: and often that does not come tediously. Uh, okay. It's just like a thesis statement for uh, an essay or something. Uh-huh. It, I mean, it has to be to the point and it has to just make sense, um, in your gut. Right. And so if that is clear, a lot of times the song will fall in place. And, um, I do think those are some of the best songs when it, oh, magical quietness. Magical. All right. Nice. Let's we'll start over. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that doesn't always happen. I mean, there, uh-huh. are, there are songs that I may, mean, I have, a whole library of halfway finished songs that, yeah. that I am determined that I'm going to finish, you know, and like, I'll come back to them periodically right, yeah. and I will work on them. And then sometimes you have a breakthrough and you do end up finishing it or, or at least making progress. Um, but sometimes, just sometimes, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. if that gut thing doesn't click and that's why you haven't finished the song, yeah, I, it's not just that you haven't worked hard enough.
1: Yeah. I think it's like, it, it applies to any, any writing whether mm-hmm. you're writing a story or a joke and it's just like the best things just come all at once. And like, just, yeah. it's like oh, this first draft, it's perfect.
0: Like yeah, well, it's like it's it's kind of like your brain opens up and there's like the muse yeah. above you, and like sometimes the brain just closes off. Yeah, and yeah. the muse is like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Come well, back and that's later. not to say that's
3: not to say
2: that Close in the business. moment it doesn't feel like you're working at it, and right, yeah. um, a lot of times like the concept will become clear, and I know what I'm trying to say, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't take you know a couple hours mm-hmm. to work out what exactly I'm trying to do with it, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I'll write a verse and a chorus and um then I, I kind of know where I'm going with it and I'll be able to come back to it again and, and build on it um, right, yeah. because I've like kind of bookmarked
1: mm-hmm. my spot. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so it doesn't mean you have to do all at once magically, but right. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I always tell myself, again, I'm going like, to click. I'm gonna go back and like revisit projects. And that's like, I always drag my feet when it comes to that. Cause I'm like, all right, here are like these half finished things. And then I like, I put, like, another 5% in, yeah. and I'm like, nah, well, I'm done. Like, okay,
2: so another thing about songs as a particular form of writing, I mean, it's its its own, own unique writing form. Um, they are typically short, so it's not right, quite yeah. like writing an essay where mm-hmm. or, or a short story or a novel, you know, or a blog post, um, if you are that kind of writer. Uh-huh. That obviously just takes the time to although, actually write it out. But
0: sometimes, like, even though a song is, like, succinct, like... That's almost the challenge because you have to fit a big now, okay, thing into a small I amount of space. I will say that is
2: my issue. I <laughs> I recently wrote a song um, that's like 450 words long. Oh my god! And like it's all it's all important to me. And you know, like you have to be able to kill your demons and um, kill your your uh, darlings uh, sometimes. Your babies, yeah, your yeah. babies. Oh. Um, yeah. But so worst. that song, I mean, that was a narrative song, and I did write it over the course of days. It was actually uh-huh. just this New Year's. Um, I. I'd bought a ukulele in, in Cabo with my family and I was in a really weird place. I mean, obviously no one's complaining about being yeah, in Cabo, ca- but Cabo it was pretty weird. Yeah. It was <laughs> a super weird experience for me. I had just graduated from college and, uh-huh. um, so I started to write the chorus and like at the beginning of the trip, I was still kind of fine. So like the first verse is kind of happy, like mm. talking about happy mm-hmm. hour in this, in the pool and you know, Cabo and holding on to, we, we'd been singing Bruno Mars Twenty Four. Okay, magic in the air. whatever. Right, so yeah. I wrote that into the song, you know, It's just like little pieces, little, little uh-huh. souvenirs of our trip. But then as the trip continued, it started to turn in this weird direction. And so I continued writing the song and it follows all those twists and turns. So that was actually a cool experience for me because I did, I wrote it over the course of like the whole week, yeah. um, little by little. And I would, right. you know, I would just jam on it the whole time and walking around this right. resort with my ukulele. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that ended up being a really long song. So yeah, succinctness is a challenge.
0: Yeah. yeah. And,
2: um, I guess those are just different kinds of songs. So yeah, if you are trying to say one main thing, it better be able to be said in a short way yeah, that, like that cut, communicates. Cut yeah. It, cut through be, the Being able the to cut two is mm-hmm. like,
0: uh, it's such an important skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, so what's, how's the collaboration work then? Cause you, you kind of mentioned like you had shown your mm-hmm. brother, your songs. Is that still how you write or do you? Yeah. So
2: on the record we have four, five songs, four of them lyrics were by me and one of them lyrics were by him. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to just the lyrics, we have not done, um, Well, okay, I mean, one of the songs we perform live is actually kind of a combination of two of my songs. I was in a period of writing too many songs about one person and they all kind of sounded the same. Yeah, right. And so I was playing one, this one time, which Jared actually remembered and told me like, hey, like, what about that one song you were singing that one time? And um, so we were playing it and then he suggested that the chorus of this other song, which was kind of the only good part of the song, um, it now mm-hmm. is like the outro of the song. Okay. okay. So now that's an example of, of collaborating. I still, I wrote all the words technically speaking, but the, actually putting a song together is a whole different thing. Like just being able to write lyrics i mean i know people who don't know how to play music or play an instrument they're like oh i wrote all these lyrics um which is which is really fun to do
1: right yeah
2: but actually putting together a song again i'm not classically trained and my brother is Mm -hmm. so um actually arranging or putting it to an instrument um that's where the collaboration really comes to life yeah um and i mean over time, we may be able to develop different methods and experiment with different things. And, you know, um, I think that's a growth process in any collaborative um, art form. Uh-huh.
1: Would, you, would you say it's like a Spock and Kirk thing?
2: <laughs> Sadly, I'm very ignorant about anything oh, Star Trek related. Right, Even though I'm I ahead. went to the Star Trek related. Tourettes without regrets in Oakland. Hmm. All right, we'll leave that reference in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I wanted to ask, like, how was your writing process Mm -hmm. improved over the past nine years? Like, is there any like advice you would give to like a seventeen-year-old self?
2: Yeah, well, that's a good question. My seventeen-year-old self. So, my seventeen-year-old self had some things on me, honestly. Uh So, again, at the time (laughs) when I had um, a lot of free. Moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually messed around more with uh, actually layering pieces of songs, mm-hmm. so I wasn't necessarily writing as many words. But I, I had my little Audacity program on my yeah. computer, mm-hmm. and I had my little like USB mic, but not even USB, just plugged into the little jack. Right. You yeah. know? Yep. Um, yep. And I would play around. I had like a keyboard and the piano, and um, you know, Audacity is simple, but you can add some cool effects. So back then, I would, um, I would actually layer things and play with myself and um, I've been wanting to do that again because I think that that's um, (laughs) in a way that is collaborating with yourself Mm -hmm. and so I would say for me it's very difficult for me to um, collaborate real time. I take a while to process things and I when, when I feel like I'm being watched, it's really hard to like move in a direction right. sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, and I want to be better about that. I want to be able to be able to be in a moment and, um, just try something out and, uh-huh. and be willing to fail. Right. Um, so I think that that's a growth process that's, you know, it's been over the past year, it's been growing, um, you know, based on the fact that we've been like playing more shows and we've added people to our songs and taught them to people and, um, that's been a process of, yeah, being able to be more vulnerable in that. And, um, yeah, so I think that that's something I'm still needing to grow in as Mm -hmm. far as the songs themselves. Um, I mean, I've always, I've always just loved words and putting them together. And, um, so that's just been, I mean, the more you do it, the more you learn what works and what doesn't. So, so that's just, growth over time mm-hmm.
1: um, which is something hard to see i think as, yeah. as a teenager especially it's yeah like, it's it's kind of just like I mean, yeah. if i told myself that like no give it time i'd be like no like I want what, what, what's, what's the secret pill that makes me good yeah. now but like
2: the other growth area for me is as i mentioned earlier playing guitar for the sake of singing and saying mm. a bunch of words is is one thing and right, yeah. um i think i've been content with a certain skill level on instruments um up until this point and um, you can do a lot with a little bit when it comes to music. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that for me to be able to grow, I have to have a bigger toolbox as far as the, skills that I've learned. And so there are things that I just need to, to put time into learning on my instrument. So the oh. thing is, if I have something I want to say, I'm going to, I'm going to sink into my patterns of the way that I play guitar. I always freaking tend to write songs in three, four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, I rely on my capo and I will just push it around the fretboard and play in C or play in G. Um, And with a capo. And so that ends up, I think that those chord shapes and the way that they sound, for instance, are going to make you write the same melodies um, unintentionally. And I like, I know that even though I end up continuing to do it. And so, um, I, I did this a lot when I was younger as well, but sometimes you just have to tell yourself, okay, I'm going to play in a new key or, um, play a different tempo. And so on piano, I was much more comfortable doing that. I could, I mean, I know how the the notes are, they're all in a row. Mm -hmm, I really appreciate that about (laughs) the piano. And so then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play in G minor, you know, right. and then you right, you yeah. do something different because yeah. you're working with different tools, and um, yeah. that was always exciting. But I don't have the ability to do that on guitar because I just haven't put in the work to learn.
1: Yeah, complacency other is chords. like the death of creativity like mm-hmm. as a stand-up you like get like I saw like 10 minutes of you're jokes like, I got
4: this. <laughs> and then you're like
1: yeah you just like mix and max this mix and match the same ten jokes yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To, like yeah. fit like 15 different sets and you're like oh it's new but like mm-hmm. you're not really taking any risks.
2: so now I will also say as far as being part of a collaborative project that is um, It's still, there's still value to it in the sense that I am, I give myself grace in the the fact that I will rely on the same techniques because sometimes if, if the thing that I'm trying to say is that important, it will help me process it just to play it the way that it feels Mm -hmm. comfortable. Um, and that can always be reworked. I mean, I'm sure you guys have played songs in a different way or told a joke in a different way or, um, or had someone else play it in a different way. Like you can do um, many different things with one Right. Yeah. Idea. It's, it's, it's a so, yeah, so thing. So having the words, then I'm like, okay, well, let me see if I can use these words that now I just processed, and now I know what I'm trying to say, and then I can try using them in, musically in a different way. And that happened to me the other day. I was trying to process an idea, and so I started singing, and some cool concepts started to come to light. And again, doing this alone, I, I still am not super comfortable just like singing random words as I'm jamming on my guitar yeah, like, right, in front yeah. of people, which uh-huh. I have so many friends who are good at that. And it is something I wish that I could do, but it's going to take me time. Sure. I won't say I can't because I refuse to use <laughs> negative, yeah. um, the positive negative language. Yeah. I know, positive but you, spin. But you can't. But it's going to take <laughs> me <much> time.
4: <laughs>
3: but
2: you can't. All right, that I feel episode. It feels like I can't.
3: Covers of her bed, can't lift up her head. The chaos all around keeps her tied down. No motivation seems to fail, ambitious plans of no avail. Each step she tries to take is through a minefield of mistakes. For a place to land, she found a sock without a match. She found a hole without a patch. A photograph without a face, and puzzle pieces out of place. An empty cup upon the sill, and all the coffee that she'd spill. A game she never played, and a bill she never paid. Oh. for play.
0: Chipotle burrito. I'm tired. uh, Yeah.
1: Let's get into that second act. Uh, (coughs) uh, Okay, everyone close your
0: eyes. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting serious. serious. All right. Open us up, John. Serious with our. Open us uh, up. I'm opening. All right. Open heart surgery. I was going to say in more
2: ways than (laughs) one. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, We start off our second act with a really exciting, controversial question. (laughs) Okay. Where were you born?
2: I was born, as I mentioned, during explaining my my band name. Mm-hmm. I was born um at home uh, at my parents' house at Bird Avenue and Willow Street but, in where? Willow Glen, California. A uh, Willow Glen, San Jose, Glen, California.
0: California. San Jose. Wait, were you actually yeah. like born there? I was. Like in your home? yeah Whoa. All your siblings too?
2: Uh, in most of them, yeah.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Well, Whoa. was it like pretty, pretty fancy? Like did you have like the, it was the like People, doctors come?
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 there's a midway. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't just like... Yeah, fancy.
0: A bunch of accidents, like, just like, whoops. Didn't know it was going to be babies. controversial, <laughs> <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> whoops, babies. You yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's mom said. Pretty much, yeah. Whoops,
2: no, much. babies. Oopsie. I was her first girl. She didn't realize I was a girl for like 20 minutes, apparently. Oh,
1: really? Because it was
2: like that hard of a labor. Sorry. Sorry, mom.
1: Whoops. <laughs> um, how many other siblings do you have?
0: Eight. No, wait, really? Wait, I actually didn't know that there was that many. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and th- you're three bro- uh, three what? What number sis- are you? I'm number four. Number four. Okay.
2: So three brothers and me, and uh-huh. then two brothers, two sisters, and a brother.
0: That's crazy. So nine. Do you ever nine. Get someone's name. <laughs> no. <laughs> every it?
2: once in a while now, I forget their ages, but I was super good about that for a really long time. I always uh-huh. have to be like, like, "What year was it?" It was like, "Okay, every two years, like, like three kids before so and so." Right
1: what was it like growing up in that household? Like, it was so, did you ever? Well, like- you were you were homeschooled, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, oh,
1: Homeschool. Okay. So, like,
0: have all your siblings been homeschooled?
2: Um. Yes. Yes. So my oldest brother was not born at home, okay. but. The rest of us were, and then we were all homeschool. I mean, you got, so. like a whole
1: baseball team with just your siblings. Like, <laughs> yes, that's what they <laughs> that's say. amazing. That's like, what they say. Uh, so,
2: I mean, yeah, it was all I knew. So, uh-huh. I mean, I knew that not every family was like that, but it was just my reality. So, I never yeah. thought about like, oh, I'm so glad. I mean, I love every one of my family members, right. obviously. Which one do um, you like the
0: least? <laughs> Wow! It's
4: Kevin. Wow! It's not. Well, it's not one. It,
0: there is what one. Act two is, is one. You yeah. know the answer.
2: Well, okay. So I mean, we have various we're various levels of relationship just based I just, on. The, I, know, kidding. You're kidding. I know you're kidding. I know you're kidding. But um, when there's that many people, yeah. I think that you feel the effects more of growing up and scattering.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's a real thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. <laughs> has every Have you had any siblings that have just like left town? <laughs> or My
2: oldest brother. So actually, it's funny. Right. Currently, as we speak both uh, my whole family is in california so that's mm-hmm. rare my oldest brother lives in china and he has for the past like three years okay uh-huh and he's visited a couple times but it had been at least a year and a half since i'd seen him mm-hmm. so um yeah um he is married and he lives there and i've only met his wife once oh mm. wow oh, really? yeah hmm.
1: huh. uh- so Wait, so you're number four out of? I'm number four. Okay. As as like someone in the middle, do you feel like pressure of like being pulled from like both sides, like getting bossed around and then also like having to look. So I mean, I was the oldest girl. So that
2: does change the, uh, I never was bossed around by my siblings or, I mean, I was freaking princess. (laughs) (laughs) I was the the only girl until I was six years old.
1: Uh huh. Oh, okay. Because it was
2: brothers and then me and then more brothers. Mm -hmm. So I was six by the time I had a sister. So, I mean, I mean, it wasn't crazy. Um being spoiled or anything like that. Right, but yeah. but it I, I never felt I mean, I have great brothers.
1: So. Right. Um are there are so you have Jared who's in uh who make writes music with you. Is anyone else creative in the family?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um in, in a lot of different ways I think that what I mean being homeschooled, it's not like we focus more on art or anything like that. Uh-huh. But again, it's about having that time. Um you're able to outlet your process into various forms of art. Right. So uh-huh. I think everybody has elements of that. Um, sometime, I mean, some more on the consuming side, some more on the creating side. I mean, it was some of both, I think, but yeah, so my oldest brothers, like I said, played piano, Jared played violin. I danced um, the brother right below me. He was more on the athletic side. Same with um, Brady, my second oldest brother. They, they were like soccer players mm-hmm. and right. stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. that. Um, but he also played drums for a while. Um, and um, so the next brother Joshua, he actually regularly plays with our band as well because he's a very accomplished cellist. Oh. Um, he is he's um been doing that for quite a long time now as well. and he's, I mean, just seeing him grow in that has been awesome. Mm. Um, and then the sister after him, Bethany, she is a great photographer and she just has a really good eye for things she loves drawing and um, just visual art. Right. Um, I can't wait to see what she does with that. I mean, I want her to learn Mm -hmm. all of the, all of the things that can help her succeed in that, you know? Right. Um, and then the sister after her, um, she swims. That's kind of her main Mm -hmm. extracurricular. She's really, um, a great athlete as well, but she loves making things with um like beads and um doing people's hair and fashion right and, yeah. um all of that really do, you, do you stuff. and your siblings so. ever
0: uh like combine to form one giant superhuman you do, <laughs> gi- do everything <laughs> one giant sibling uh, yeah
4: everything <laughs> um
0: like would you be the like the shoulder like a monster like a, yeah like a monster come <laughs> like on like, <laughs> like a queen monster
2: well okay so like trap family singers is that what you're
0: no not at all no, i'm okay. talking like actual monsters like pacific rim uh power rangers <laughs> but also I sound of music at the same time <laughs> but also yeah. sound yeah. of music did, did no, you put pl-
2: i mean there hasn't ever been as much of like a singular momentum
0: okay i mean yeah was as just, what you're talking
2: about because our, our, our it's age it's great is because
0: i like literally meant it as a monster and you spun that into <laughs> yeah. like an actual Positive question we yeah. yeah. need you or, like uh, be here to like like she <laughs> keeps, Sorry, the, I'm she uh-huh. so seriously. No, she keeps you like on track <laughs> better than no, you do, yeah, I know. Like, I could just smug. say anything and just be like, "That's a great question." Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> well, well, actually, I'm curious. No, no, like yeah, I continue that thought. Yeah. And it's interesting. I don't know. Like, has there ever been like what's the largest collaboration that you've had within your family?
2: Um, probably Bird and Willow.
0: Okay. Because I mean oh, that yeah. involves three of us too. Right, so, right.
2: um, and and another family member I, I wrote the title track when I was hanging out with my sisters one time, mm-hmm. and my youngest brother and I mean, they were kind of my sounding board and they helped me with some right. of the concepts too. So that, uh, was,
1: that was fun. Cool. I, I kinda wanna explore the positive spin thing. Like okay. you oh. are so uh, such a positive person and like you take anything <laughs> like have you, were you always like that? Like as, as a kid and where do you think it came from?
2: Um I I mean I would say yes. And again, it's my reality, so I wouldn't necessarily say that I could always think about it. Uh-huh. But um I I really do try and see the best possible outcome i mean it's not just a coping mechanism i mean there's so many ways that you can cope with weird stuff in your life um, but i think for me i like sorting out the problems like untangling yarn you know um right. that's a a good picture of what it's like it's like you're you're always given these knots and these messes cuz life is freaking messy but um it usually you can you can boil it down to certain things that are much more easy to um process and digest so i, I think that i i tend to do that i mean, instinctively and uh, try and say okay like well you're saying all these things but like what about this yeah. or or what if you are missing this aspect right, yeah. you know and sometimes i don't know when I when I don't do that, I will spiral down. Mm-hmm. So
0: right, yeah. Well, it's it's good. It's part of
2: it's probably a practice, I think.
0: Well, and it's good that you're like your friends with Brandon because he's like I feel like his <laughs> yeah, life is yeah. like one big knot. When we balance each he's other. He's like out. A, he's like a giant knot, <laughs> <laughs> and like man, it's gonna take years. Yeah, to no, I mean, like, we've right. talked about this yeah. actually,
2: though. No, and sometimes I mean, he. I am friends with him because he's able to talk the sense into me. Be like I I tend to see things as just rosy and not necessarily well, not not rosy. Again, mm-hmm. I spin things so positively that sometimes I am. I'm um, not always realistic. Um,
0: sure. So. And well, I can just, totally like, can't relate see to yeah. Color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just sees black and white. <laughs> yeah. and well, and again, the positivity, and the positivity,
2: the positivity <laughs> isn't all just that I have positive emotions. Well, some of the best interactions we have are, is, are when I'm crying, trying mm-hmm. to explain this issue that I'm having. And, I don't want someone to be all mushy and give me a hug and say, Oh baby, you're okay. And pat me on the yeah, head. Yeah, right, yeah. I never want that. I, I pat it, John on the
0: head all the time. I'd <laughs> love probably Every like hit you
2: or something. <laughs> what? John, um, I John, have John actually, I, okay. I actually react sometimes very negatively uh-huh. when I'm in a situation of stress and someone tries to comfort me in that right, way. Yeah. And so obviously Brandon does not respond to that emotionally. He, he talks me through it logically and that's like, some of the best it's just like motivation to be like, okay, no, yeah, you're right. Like I can figure this out. Um, so that helps having, like I I've got the hope and the passion, um, and then having people who are able to be logical and, and, oh my gosh, my friends, my friends hate me because literally (laughs) I will bring up Myers Briggs in every like conversation every time I meet someone new. So I, i bringing it up right now because it's on brand. Right. But like um, when I do think about what what type I am and mm-hmm. what type my friends are, it is a lot of times the balancing factor that is is really useful. <laughs> now, I'm I'm an ENFP. If you're I'm curious. an INFP.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so I need uh, those TJs.
2: I need those TJs badly because I like sometimes I just can't make the decision or just think about something practically and um i get really lost in my
1: thoughts mm-hmm. uh, if i
2: if i get in a cycle of just trying to think some like think too hard um it stresses me out i shut down so um
1: what does the n stand for again
2: intuitive versus intuitive. Yeah. Okay. sensing
1: I'm i and what is f uh feeling versus, I versus and, f, and then what's p uh perception Perceiving perception judging. versus so Perception versus what? What's the other one? Judging. So judging, that's right. Oh, I'm, I'm INFP, P,
2: P and J. You're
1: what? You've got to take the test, well, you're you You've got
2: to take the mm-hmm. test. You can't just decide.
0: No, I am. Yeah, I am. You are? I am okay. that, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you seem way more extroverted. No, I'm INFP. Well, okay, so <laughs> now that's an, an interesting test, thing, yeah. too.
2: I think growing up, um, I was an I, <laughs> and I think that I, I E more than anything else for some people uh-huh. can can bend in and out. So. F
0: yeah. T for me, is like I, I've always been INFP. Yeah. I, and I, and the, for Myers Briggs, I kind of, I almost view it, and I don't want to like undermine because yeah. I almost view it. I in mean, it's malleable. Like well, I, I almost view it in the same way, like horoscopes, but like more scientific. For more I, that's
2: Mavin Cleave's line. More scientific. He's like, Myers-Briggs it's horoscopes for rational
0: people there's even truth to it I think there's nothing cosmic about yeah. it I think horoscopes just says something about like the time you were born I think that especially in America like if you're born seasons in a certain season seasons ti- are a real thing seasons well like you're, you're the youngest in your grade or you're the oldest oh, yeah. in your grade or you're in the middle and that affects like right. because you're growing differently like it, that, well, there's like, that sort of similarity is,
2: I think a lot of people think, think you have to trade off between all these different like metrics as far as mm-hmm. like the way people work but they all are. Made Measuring different things, and so they layer on top of each other. Obviously, not everybody born in October it has the same like temperament or personality. Yeah, yeah. But then there are, but like you said, there are other societal factors that yeah, are linked exactly. to when you're born that definitely.
1: Yeah, well, yeah I think it's just it's making meaning out of coincidence, but yeah. it's just, it's fun, which like, I love doing. I just love puzzles and
0: figuring it my, out. My issue with it is I think it puts people in a box. But I, know, I think yeah. it's Brandon's I,
2: issue with it because well, <laughs> I think it's like
0: it's boiling it down to four things when in reality it's like five million things. No, it is not four
2: things. I, I won't go into it. <laughs> well, I, could, but it's, I could spend so well, long.
0: And I, that's like a simple four or five million. million. So <laughs> like, I, I, and I still think it's helpful, but then you have to realize like every, literally every person yeah. in this world has different nuances within that, that yeah. realm. And so it's like useful to a point, but yeah, I think it's, 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 useful it's only a a useful, useful to a point. It's a
2: framework for basically what Myers-Briggs covers. It's a framework for how we take in information and make decisions. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That,
2: and that's like, that's a one of the fundamental like processes of being human, taking in information and making decisions and mm-hmm. acting on it. So it does underlie a lot of things, but obviously it doesn't explain like yeah. the nuances.
1: I, I'm, I'm pretty sure INFP is like the least common combination too. It's one of them. It's, yeah. up there. it's like there. Uh, they are all so the least 4%. common. Feels? It's what they all <laughs> <laughs> say. Is, is the... We're a couple
0: of weirdos. Because INFJ
2: is <laughs> apparently also really weird. Jane, my girlfriend in front of is the she show. an INFJ? She's
0: INFJ. INFJ? That's what my sister... She's ENF... J. Oh, no, okay. no, wait, wait, you're INFJ. Wait, what am I talking about? No, she's ENFP. No. Oh, well,
1: so that's was what e. I am. So that's, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. So yeah. you,
0: you are the same. She's ENFP. Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. you thought I was an E? No, yeah. I'm an I. You like to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, but and like, yeah. there's microphones like in between mm. us. Then maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, it's not It's not simple. Anyway, okay. That's pretty back simple. To to
0: it's pretty simple. What John. we're talking right. about. That's crazy that we're the same personality. Type. Yeah, I know. That's weird. I want to yeah. tell the world. John and Kevin, tell the world. And we're very different. We are,
1: but we're See? the same. See? We're not. Yeah. We're
0: not in a. Don't put us in a box. I'm not putting you in a box. <laughs> you Kevin. just did. I'm in a box with you Kevin. Box? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have to share it with Jordan I don't Oh, yeah. oh wow. The okay, only time okay. I want to be you in a what? box with Let's
1: Kevin. Let's just
2: rewind. I take it all back.
1: The only time I want to be in a box with Kevin if it's just like the SpongeBob episode. I was literally yeah, about to say it that. I a was box. Yeah. Wow. Damn it. We yeah.
4: have the same personality type, John.
0: Uh, now you
2: can just blame every time you have like a like a moment on that.
0: Yeah, like, uh, oh, man, modern modern is, we're gonna have to call that. This is gonna be a thing now. This is gonna yeah. be a running bit. God damn it! God damn it! I don't no, worry about is, it. No, I love. Just it. kidding. It's good. Thank you, Shiloh, for bringing this uh, to our attention. It is great. Uh, should we get uh, into the? Let's question? Let's get the question. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I, I want to like. I, I won't change it now, but I want to reword the way we ask. Oh, do version. you really? But, oh, I like I'll, it. I'll work, but I'll ask it. I'll put a spin
2: on it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, please do.
0: Uh, do you deal with depression and or anxiety and how has that affected you creatively?
2: Um, I think that I can say pretty confidently that I have not dealt with depression in um, in a permeating way. Um, oh, cool. Congrats. Um, thank have. you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and I, I'm in a lot of contact with it. Yeah. So my very best friend's. Um, have and like I, Brandon, who's
0: like a sad sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a not.
2: Um, yeah, oh, him, he's also him not. And, yeah, and my other best friend, who, um, it, I, I just, I know, I know mm-hmm. that it's real, and I totally have a lot of, um, empathy for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have never really identified as having anxiety, but then this week,
0: um, I was it rethinking that. It all changed <laughs> when the um, Fire Nation is
4: And today. so,
2: I I think that like I feel like I'm not allowed to say, oh, like sorry, I, like I have anxiety because I I know people who really legitimately do, and I like I recognize the the far-reaching effects of that. Yeah. Um, but I also think that more people than we know. Can have anxiety really linked to certain things, so maybe mm-hmm. not everything. Like as um, we did mention in Act One, uh, like random things will make me nervous. Nervous, mm-hmm. and, and I say that um,
3: in the sense of like for the for
0: the listeners, I <laughs> <of her laughs> did air
3: quotes. Yeah.
2: I don't mean it like um, again as an emotional reaction. And I, basically, what I've been thinking about this week is the difference between an emotional rea- reaction and a stress reaction, and mm-hmm. they're so different. Right. Um, and I would not say that I'm an emotional reactive person. Um, in that like when i'm crying you can almost be sure it's not because i'm like sad like oh i really wanted to do something mm-hmm. um and i didn't get it or something right, like that i don't yeah. wanna, i don't want to boil it down because obviously it's complicated every single time it's different and um all that but um i think that just my stage of life right now um and a lot of people in this stage of life that we share uh have a lot of things that just uh are like they are an environment that, um, fosters anxiety.
0: Yeah. 20s, um, yeah. 20s suck. And, yeah. and
2: the thing is, and so I, I actually just about a week ago had one of the worst like breakdowns that I've had in a really huh. long time. And it was, it came completely out of the blue. I, I cry a lot.
3: Like it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing. Like
2: I'm just kind of just le- yeah, leaky faucet all gonna, the time. I wasn't going to
0: say anything, but like at your start, there's a pool of water beneath my feet, and I it's, I don't yeah. know if I can. No,
2: eat. I mean random things will. I'll just um, I'll just cry about them, but like it's no big deal, you know. But um, the, this was it was out of the blue. Now a lot of times I will have a stress reaction to something, and I'll, I it will cause me to react with tears, um, and if it's, if people don't you know jump in with all that, like, Oh, like what's wrong? You know, um, I can usually just push through it and right, be okay. Yeah. But I was with family, as I mentioned, my whole family's in town and there's just a lot of pressure surrounding that. And especially, um, as I also mentioned, just because someone is your family member doesn't necessarily mean that you, um, have an established or ongoing relationship with them in like a day-to-day sense. And so, um, as much as you may know them on like a really under, uh, underlying level that you've mm. shared so much over your life together. Yeah. Um, they miss those nuances of the way you're like day to day. And so it was just, it was just this moment where uh, I was, I was having trouble processing too much information and I was having trouble um, adjusting to like the plan
4: mm-hmm. um, right. for the
2: evening because a lot of people had a lot of um, ideas about what they wanted to happen. And um, it was, it was, I think it was because I had uh, an expectation of something happening, and it it just wasn't happening the way I expected. And yeah. mm-hmm. I was processing, and I was at multiple times throughout the night. I did I processed it on the inside, which I do, um, and you know recalibrated and mm-hmm. like became okay with the situation. But I was also just in a really weird place because um, it was like the first time spending time with the the whole set of older siblings and right. Um,
1: Anyway, nothing is like higher stress than like family get together. Yeah, and so I think
2: that more than anything, that lately is is causing me to have anxiety. And um, so I I did. I kind of lost my cool at a certain moment, and then I think that it was internalized by other people as me being sad or me being like upset about things in my Uh life. And so then they started to address those things, like, "Oh, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be sad, or you shouldn't be upset with your life," because Mm -hmm. all these people are so proud of you, and uh, just going into all these irrelevant details yeah. and then yeah. I had to uh, take those in and yeah. then respond to those things and so I went from crying irrationally about nothing in particular <laughs> yeah. to legitimately like now these being like those bearing me. down <laughs> me. Yeah. and then yeah. I felt like I couldn't just back out I had to respond to them right. and um, it escalated from there and so yeah I think that um, in that moment it was a compulsive reaction it was not mm-hmm. an emotional reaction it was, it was just the inability to like handle and process everything in once like when the yeah. computer crashes. My right. computer freaking crashed. Yeah, blue I, yeah. I blue screened and they didn't get it and so then they started continuing to press all the buttons and I yeah. just like
0: exploded. Let's get text board <laughs> on the line. You control, delete oh. that. And yeah. like talking
2: about it right now, I mean it's like sounds so <laughs> sterile but like it doesn't feel sterile in that moment and so then in the aftermath like trying to explain what happened, um, I just, I was realizing like oh I need to be aware of when that's happening yeah. and communicate right. sooner because people, if they understand where you're at, they might be able to help you avoid those situations. Um,
1: when you're in the middle of like, yeah. like, like a teary breakdown or whatever, mm-hmm. do, do you think like the best thing to help you get out of it is like having like a friend there or is it just like pure self perseverance?
2: Mm. Gosh, I mean, it depends on the friend,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, It
2: depends on the friend um, and it depends on the the reason for the stress (laughs) Um, a lot of the time it's not a big deal so Uh now what i was trying to explain to my family is that they see me crying or or freaking out and they think oh my gosh she's not okay right (laughs) but like i know i'm not okay Mm -hmm. every single Uh minute (laughs) but as you can tell i also know that i'm totally okay Uh like in the long run I'm going to be fine. This is actually the song that I was talking about writing um, recently um just processing this thing processing this idea of that like I I am going to be fine and you need to trust that I'm going to be fine. But in this particular moment, like just let me feel what I'm feeling. Yeah, totally. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I need from my friends in those moments. I just need uh, them to be okay with where I'm at because I'm okay with where I'm at. If I wasn't okay with where I was at, I would remove myself from the situation. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't cry in public in a restaurant, you know, Um, (laughs) I'm comfortable with that because I am truly just being where I'm at right. mm-hmm. um, the best I can. And that's frustrating, you know, and that it goes on for so long and you think, okay, well, you know, it's going to change. Like, I can't force myself to change. It'll change over time. It's going to get better. And sometimes it just takes so long and it's really discouraging. And I think those are the moments when I start to say things like, I can't yeah. and I never, and uh, it's impossible or like, "I that's just not I don't know, like you start to get disillusioned after mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. Um, and I think that's where my friends come in being like, yo, look, like, no, you can, you just need to right. go one step at a time. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, then there's, yeah. And like you said, there's sometimes where like, just let me ride this out. Like yeah. I, yeah. there is this, yeah, I know yeah. I that. I get th- through
2: the mud. Yeah. There's that
0: reaction sometimes where you're like, someone's just like, can i do anything oh for you? and like i appreciate that attitude <laughs> the, like i like can i do yeah. anything because i do the uh, same thing like, I I, and can i get you like something or, right. or let's talk about it it's yeah. like, sometimes I'm just like just let me like just let me be sad let me walk right. for, like, okay so a, i have a song hour.
2: actually from like last year so obviously this isn't a new idea i haven't ever called it anxiety mm. but i think that it is a situational anxiety um and that's why it's not like <laughs> well yeah mm. one of the problems is that they wanted me to explain it mm. like like a logical explanation. I love logical explanations. So if I knew how to logically explain why I was feeling a certain way, I would do that. But like trying to make me explain it just makes it worse and worse and worse and worse. Uh Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I wrote a song a long time ago. Yeah. It was like, um, I'm, I'm alone. I'm lonely and I'm sad, but like, please don't console me because there's a child in the shadows. And I, a lot of my songs, oh my gosh, so many of the things that I've written in the past year. And I didn't like totally realize this in the moment, but looking back, like they talk about being a child mm-hmm. because of me feeling young or feeling, um, inexperienced, that kind of child, not like, yeah. 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 And then feeling afraid. And I did like, I, I literally, I wear a ring I'll show you guys, but no one on the podcast can see that <laughs> says fear not. And I've worn this ring for like as long as I've been playing music. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I do, I live my life by that. Right. I, and I do put positive spins and I know again, in the long run, I'm going to be okay. And so I've lived for a long time, really truly being in place without being f- afraid of anything. Uh-huh. And, um, just recently in this time of like transition, this long transition of being still a child and then being an adult. Um, it's like being a child all over again, because when you're 18, you're like the you're the oldest teenager. Mm-hmm. You've got it. Yeah. But then you turn 21 and you're the youngest person at the bar. Like, right. yep. yeah. And you're the youngest yep. person at your job. And that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's literally terrifying. And um, it's not because of any one thing. Like you can't explain it. It's just this, this subtle sense all the time that, oh my gosh, I'm unsettled and I'm not put together. And... I know everyone feels that way, but that doesn't change the way that it feels like as an individual, you know? Totally. Yeah. So anyway, so I have worn this the spring, And so then in the last year I've written a lot about being afraid. So, um, that child in the shadows is going to, to lash out if mm-hmm. you try and like explain to me, you know, or make me feel better. And, um, then it says, yeah, will you let me be lonely while I stay here with you? So I do, I like in those moments, I want to be with my people. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a, people valuing person I almost never spend time alone right. actually mm-hmm. which for for better or for worse um but sometimes I just want to be where I'm at yeah and still let, like have people okay with
1: me being there yeah the the over consoling like it's it's so triggering mm-hmm. like I don't know what it is and like I just
3: triggering yeah it's just <laughs> so like So triggering yeah
1: I think that people they they treat it like you have a cold or something it's issues. like can I can I run to the store and get you something? Yeah, it's like it's mm. not the same as oh, like. Yeah. Get some, take some vitamin C. You know, like the people, <laughs> people approach it like that, yeah. and it's just, it's just important. To like, give me like a full twenty-four hours to be sad. <laughs>
2: I think that's that's the concepts themselves without the situational surroundings, and I think that it's just important to recognize that like uh, family patterns and your upbringing, uh, you can't escape them. So even though I am not going into all the details about yeah. my family, like there's always going to be something that you can point to, whether or not it's like a direct correlation or not, it's it comes from somewhere. And so for me, I just know that like I haven't got very far yet, but my process for the next, you know, the next period of time is that I'm I'm digging into that and I am going through the mud and I'm like getting down to the core of, yeah. of what's wrong. So uh, I think that that's just I think that touches on what everybody is going through um, when they're in a stage of transition or growth.
3: But you're supposed to be this A little deep inside of me This ocean, it runs so deep That I'm constantly drowning, constantly drowning I told you I wasn't strong enough for this But there you go, saying you insist Think back all the times in the past And I want myself back, want myself back well, I'm may-
0: So I pooped right before act 2 and then it made me uh-huh. feel a lot better cuz I was feeling very groggy and Sipoli. sleepy right. And that really helped and Poopless. then this pooped I, st- I crashed Poopy again. Cab. I just crashed. Just now? Maybe yeah. You have to poop you again. I just
2: need a nap, Kevin. You yeah, just need, need a nap.
0: nap. But I don't care. I a I'm here <laughs> you I'm sound, here in this week and you I You
1: sound like uh, I, can't, I can't
2: you can again. sleep when you're done. It's like the
1: actual thoughts of a baby. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, "I pooped, so I feel a little better right now. But I need a nap."
0: <laughs> um, without giving it away too much, uh, somebody who traveled down here with me and John—I'm not going to say who it was—but she's been talking about poop a lot, and it's made me want to talk about poop a lot.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, you guys have talked about you? poop a lot. I think it's because uh, we're all—it's like we're all pooping in new places, so it's like it's uh its an adventure, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
0: old places oh for my me. My gosh. Yeah. So well, it's like it's nostalgic. Tr- it's it's a nostalgic, nostalgic poop.
1: pooping. And for us, it's like adventure poop.
0: This is a quality podcasting quality, material.
1: Quality third act I'm disappointed, material. guys.
2: I'm disappointed.
1: Well, well that's all right. We, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so act three is the low stakes act.
2: We yeah. talk about what do you, you like? You guys are achieving it. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Talking Thank about you. <laughs> yeah, what do you, you like? What are you listening to? What are you watching? What do you, uh, you
2: do? I really don't watch that much, actually. That's, that's
0: an interesting that was thing. Beach's answer, yeah, too. He
1: hates. What about growing up?
2: I Well, it takes so much time, and everything takes so much time. So when you use your time watching, I mean, I love, I've gone through periods of watching things. I've watched all of Gilmore Girls. Yep. I, yep. I still haven't finished yep. it. Oh, I'm, on, I, season I'm finish on season five. I'm on season six. I mean, like, there's just a. Real value there. I'm just
1: really. That's uh, a great f- show. Like, lately, uh, season seven's not good, and I'm just like, I don't want my heart to be broken.
2: <laughs> I've been, I've just been moving too fast, so, uh, so I don't watch that much. But um, I've been listening to a lot. Like what? Lot of music. Gosh, I mean, where to start? Um, Margaret Glassby for one. She is incredible, and her record doesn't get old. So that has been kind of a staple.
0: Well, it does get old because time goes on, so it does get older.
2: Mm, yeah, it's true. Well, it's not old yet i just new. mean like
0: it gets old, like, as is, is like, like John's uh-huh. gonna get old one day, but I, he might not. <laughs> I was just, you're
2: apparently not getting any older. <laughs> I was
0: just focusing it on. I'm an IFP, we don't get old. <laughs> That's part of it, I think.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I love, I love Margaret Glaspie. Um, I love, uh, I got to see a few people last year that, um, I like this guy, uh, Benjamin Francis Leftwich, he's from England, and I li- have listened to him for a long time, but I had never like considered that he'd tour or play live. And so I ended up seeing him at the catalyst in the atrium and it was just this small crowd. But like, to me it's, there's an artist that I've loved forever mm-hmm. and I'm like going to his show, but it was right. crazy. Cause there was like 30 or 40 people there. Yeah. So then, you know, he climbs off the stage and stands in a circle and we're all singing and I'm singing along. Cause I know all the, you know, words mm-hmm. harmonizing and stuff. So he gets like back on stage and he's like, Oh,
3: you have a fucking amazing voice. <laughs> and I'm like, ah!
2: <laughs> That's cool. Aww. Um, I love doing things like that. Oh yeah. So, um, back in October, I went to uh, Memphis for a small music festival called Moon River Music Festival and that was awesome. I saw some of my favorite artists there as well. And the thing is again they're they're all like to me they're rock stars but I also <laughs> objectively they just don't have like a gigantic following like yeah, some um, people do. Um but there's um, a songwriter Jill Andrews who Uh, She wasn't even super featured at the festival, which was a shame, but she's probably been one of the most influential songwriters Mm -hmm. to me. Um, I found her on Oysteride, you know, years ago and I just have listened so much. And I I think I've learned a lot from her about how to sing and just the kinds of things to write songs about. So I loved seeing her um, and getting to meet her. And then I got to connect with some other artists as well, Um, Colony House, My, my friend's brother-in-law is in Colony House, which they, um, they've just been going crazy lately, like playing on all the night shows and, um, their record is really quality and, um, yeah, they actually toured Europe with like walk the moon or something, but, but yeah, they're like my, my friends, um, circle. So it's kind of neat to, I got to meet them. And um, who else have I been loving? Um, we've loved the Women Years record. Um, and I like a lot of the stuff that's similar to the kinds of things we write. Um, got to see Switchfoot and like K-Live, which... Like I, I saw them
1: live in 2006 I know yeah, right Like awesome. so that's the thing it's
2: like I haven't necessarily actively back, now yeah. okay Reliant K's album the most recent album is actually really really amazing but I hadn't been listening to them actively for a long time mm-hmm. but then going to the show it was just this like I was not prepared for the nostalgia right, and yeah. knowing all the words and, and, and yeah Sadie the way that Hawkins I felt dance and it was amazing. when I was that <laughs> age so yeah anyway Yeah, they I played saw Sadie Hawkins dance again
1: yeah so. I saw them in 2006 and like and then they were at work tour
0: again like so 2009 and Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I saw them in yeah. 2009 at Warped Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we were at the and same then, one. <laughs> I was in Mountain View, which is close to here. Oh, never mind.
2: So. And then Isley is probably like my long-standing favorite band. Um, Sherry Dupree is really an amazing person and songwriter as well. And um, saw them last year and they're actually coming back in March. So I'll be seeing them again, which is exciting. And... Um, and then a lot of local music. Some days I'm just like, you know what? I just want to listen to all my friends. Yeah, so mm-hmm. shout out to Sailing South and Sakura and Better Promises. And you just and
0: you did like a collaboration with uh, Better Promises and Sailing South, right?
2: Yes, and Socora actually. And
0: Sikora. So there was cool. it was a
2: all four of us holed up in a cabin for a weekend, and we didn't necessarily have a. A specific goal in mind And um, Anthony and Brennan Just had been jamming on this idea And then I joined them Probably around like 1am That first night and They're like Oh yeah we're writing the song Like write something for it So then we, we all ended up Writing part of a verse And it was so cool Just to see how each of our Like it was so much Our essence in yeah. our part of the song And then they, it came together Into one song So well, that was fun. Maybe we'll
0: put that uh, We'll put a, a Bird and Willow song um, In between the first and second act And then the song you just heard In between the second and third act <laughs> Will yeah, be that song, the collaboration. <laughs>
2: yeah, that was that was really fun, and I mean, the San Jose music community that we've been starting to to grow um, has talked a lot about like how do we make more of that happen? Yeah. How do we? Because I mean, the thing is, that song is not the kind of song that any of us would have individually mm-hmm. made. Like it's none like of us only, would have written that possible. song. And yet yeah. somehow when we were all in a room together, we made that song. Um,
1: are there are there like multiple San Jose like yeah clicks I mean there are within? there are
2: little micro circles yeah. I'd say yeah we've been gaining a real sense of solidarity in a lot of ways which is really sweet mm. to be part of um, and yeah I mean it's kind of it's got like ebbs and flows right, and, yeah. and like I said there's little micro circles that maybe um, gravitate towards certain places but the overlap is where that's it's really
1: all cool really yeah. Fine. Yeah. it can it can so easily turn into like a gangs in New York type thing where, like <laughs> people are just. Especially in the comedy scene. Gosh, like, I mean
2: and that and that flares up. I mean, gosh, yeah. there was there was a little bit of um I just I I was witness to a little bit of a flare between two people who have influence and I was kind of shocked actually right. at the kinds of things that they said, and I I think that they, you know, apologized to each yeah. other. But like that's not okay for that to happen. Like yeah. little fissures in our mm-hmm. in our
1: Captain America Civil boat. War. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Gotta stay floating, mm-hmm. you
1: know. Do, do you ever get compared to uh, Lorelai Gilmore?
2: Ha. oh my gosh, I am. I feel more. Yeah, like more. Yeah, more cadences. Oh my gosh, so, so. Our, our cafe, the cafe where I used to work, um, Cafe for Scotty, which is mm. also a good, um,
0: it's a venue. It's a
2: hub for music and that's like, a, that's where I actually began to get connected with the right, music scene. Uh-huh. So, shout out to them as well uh, uh, um, that was
0: the that was the place i did stand a bet and it was oh, like oh, yeah. really I bad well I, well I wasn't bad but the the show was uh, really bad is that the
1: place where it's like a hallway yeah yeah where
0: okay. it's really,
2: <laughs> like a hallway it's very long <laughs> we actually have a stage now it's like a half a foot oh, tall okay oh, it's
0: pretty cool there wasn't a stage when i was there. no there was no stage <laughs> yeah and, uh, and the, I, yeah the, no the, stage comedy the is bit. the worst I, I say this on the show the opening bit i walked in and i said like one yeah, this venue feels like a coliseum one comedian enters. One comedian leaves. I don't know. I can't remember what the it was. It was good. It was All right, good. I'm proud of so you. I'm, I'm some gonna some cut that. I'm gonna cut it
1: out. Okay. Yeah, you already said it once on this show. <laughs> whoops. Whoops.
2: Whoops. Um. What was I saying? Cafe for Scotty participated in the nationwide like relaunch of. Oh yeah.
3: We're <laughs> real, so, really, so we
0: became Luke's thing. diner, That's and awesome. so oh. now my
2: my coworker at. The time Joey, who also has his own music project, Boy Womo, he's awesome. Um, he was answering the phone all morning. Hello, this is Luke Steiner. Luke speaking. How can I help you? And so, of course, when I came on and took over the shift, I had to keep playing the part. So right, I, yeah. I answered the phone all day as Lorelai. It just made me so, so cool. happy. Hello, this is Luke Steiner. Lorelai speaking. How can I help you? And of course, everyone who's <laughs> calling because they have so many people called to be like, "Do you still have Luke's cups?"
4: Like, right, yeah,
1: uh-huh. and I'm like, well. That's so cool! Hay. Oh man, I wanted to go to Luke's it
2: diner. So yeah. i sure yeah. yeah. There was
0: one in Seattle, but it was too. Oh, there fun. was. Yeah. 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 Oh,
2: oh my gosh! Like it was insane. The line was oh, hours
0: yeah, that was, long. Like it was. Like, yeah. it was in,
2: people just came out of the woodwork and like right. literally for a piece of cardboard. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it was still the experience.
1: So yeah, that's yeah. true. I've I got to go give to that loops. to people. It's kind of like uh, if they did like a Poyo's Hermanos, like I would totally go. And there were two in San Jose
2: too so wait really there were two oh yeah, two luke's diners Roy, Not yeah, were, or <laughs> wait no, <laughs> no, no. really what? <laughs> no two oh, okay. diners. Oh, okay. I'm
1: getting anyway. excited. diners right.
2: um yeah i, I talked isn't, isn't really a, really fast yeah. as you've probably noticed right, yeah. by now you have um and that's her whole thing oh mm-hmm. my gosh my brother gave me a book for christmas actually or for my birthday that says uh like talking really fast or something and it's um mm. actually it's lauren graham's like memoirs basically about oh. like what as she, as an actor, mm-hmm. experienced because she also was in Parenthood, and so all those right, shows, yeah. like, and how her characters. You ever, ever watch that show? Super good. Yeah, That's actually, so actually pretty good. Pretty good. I the first Speaking season. of yeah. crying a lot, you know, that show. What,
1: what movie, what, what's like the last time you cried at a movie?
2: Like, every time I watch. it. Every a movie. time <laughs> I watched <a> it. <laughs> no, just kidding. Let me think. Okay. Um, well, most recently, I watched La La Land Alone. Okay. That was great. I don't know if you uh, know anything about it. The movie. I, seen, uh-huh. I mean, it's just your classically like, chick flick, but. It's not just like a, you know, happy go lucky chick uh-huh. flick and I, <laughs> oh my gosh. I watched it alone in San Francisco because I was in San Francisco for training and I didn't have friends. I mean, I did, but mm. like all the other people I was training with were doing other things and and then um right after I got out and like I wasn't sobbing, but like it was it was emotional mm-hmm. and then um my ex had texted me and like it had been You better not listen to this. It had been (laughs) nine months since we'd communicated. Like because like so we it was like it was like a radio silence breakup, you know, where it's like we parted uh friendly, but like um but radio silence. Yeah. Uh And it was the first time he'd initiated a contact. Like I'd seen him, I'd seen him, but um anyway, and it was like right after I watched La La Land by
1: myself. Right.
2: (laughs) It was so interesting. That's all. I can't
0: remember the last time I that. cried. I can't remember the last time I cried.
1: Come, <laughs> Come on, guys. What's Let uh, it out. Like a really sad... Hmm. Mm. Uh, oh, Toy Story 3.
2: Oh, that's a good one.
1: I, I wouldn't say I was bawling, but there was some... I welled. You welled. I weld. welled up, yeah. God, yeah. I last,
0: mean, I yeah. cry
2: when I'm watching my friends play music.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like Pixar is an easy, easy answer.
0: I can't remember yeah. the last movie I cried at. Um, I don't cry at movies very often. No, mm. I don't. Because I can, like... I'm too analytical when I watch movies. I know, Hmm. like, I can appreciate all the components of a movie, Mm -hmm. and I can usually turn my brain off and enjoy it on some level, but I know when the music wants me to cry, and I know when, like, I do, too. I just
2: don't... I'm not subject to that. I I understand being subject to it, but, like, sometimes I'm like, I don't
0: care. Take me (laughs) I cry. I really wanted to cry. Uh, I really want to cry (laughs) when I So, I don't
2: understand how people... Like fall asleep at movies. I mean, I guess if it, if, it, if there's a movie I'm really not interested in, I just yeah. wouldn't be watching oh, it, has, it to it begin nothing, with. Yeah, like but I always want right. to see the end of it because oh, like
0: it's not, it, well, I fall asleep no. So no, no. All it I'm trying to, to say do is with... that
2: like I'm always focused so much on the mm. movie and I like don't I like tune everything out see, and so yeah. I really I just well, if live I'm at the in the theater, moment. I'll never fall yeah. asleep
0: but if right. I'm at home, oh, I've fallen asleep in a theater before. Really? At what mm-hmm. movie? I don't remember. I fell asleep. No, I think I've only think
1: I've fallen asleep once in the theater, and that was at sea, <laughs> when I saw Sea Biscuit. Oh not, my because I'm like, bored. I like, it's like it's s- always because I'm just overtired. 11. I just like I'm
0: watching it. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's I'm a thing. Tired. Um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> Something about crying. Don't put your face oh, on the he's
1: pop filter. Asleep, we can sorry. All hear that. <laughs>
0: um,
4: <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: <laughs>
1: That's Kevin's beard rubbing. Please don't. You sound like a.
2: You sound like a, a
4: cat. cat. Yeah. Dinks.
1: <laughs> you didn't say it at the same time. Yeah, did we? Yeah, we were overlapping. There's yeah, like a well, second delay. She said it like really fast, and uh, then I went cat, but it was like more. We uh, started at the same uh, time. I was like. Ch-
0: she was like, cat. Yeah. And I was like, cat. <laughs> all right, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about something. Um, really oh, movies on. and analyzing crying. and being
1: subject to yeah, your analyzing.
2: Or
0: falling asleep. I don't
1: know. The
2: music wants you to cry. Yeah. Just cry, Kevin.
0: Kevin, we're trying. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Well I, cried, well, I can cry. I, there was like four years where I didn't cry at all. Yeah. And now I cry every now and then. Because the, there was like six months where I cried every single day. Mm. Because oh, uh, I got broken up with right. it. it really I don't know. It's every single day. It's probably every single day. Man. Uh, it was brutal. Yeah, that is brutal. And then, now I cry every now and then. Yeah. But I don't remember, uh, like movies, I don't know. I just like... What about TV? TV now. I just music? Like, music?
1: Can a song music, bring you to music tears? It makes me cry. You know? Yeah.
0: Um. Recently, was it Fiona Apple? Yeah, I was like really, really mm-hmm. high and I was listening <laughs> to Fiona Apple and I just like started bawling. Uh, It was... Uh, Left alone is the name of the song, and Dang. it just uh, oh man hit me right in mm. the right in the heart, right in the feels. Because I was just like I'm I'm in a new relationship mm-hmm. with uh, front of the show Jane Mitchell, and um, <laughs> I mean for the like, most part things are going really well, but I right. just had this fear like. There's this fear that you're gonna repeat. Like you start to see similar patterns. And right. so like oh my you're more gosh. you're more patterns. You're yeah. more informed the this worst. time around. So like I can make better choices, but mm-hmm. it's also like, oh fuck. There's like some things you just can't escape. Like there's certain patterns right, that yeah. are just like that's hardwired into me and how I function in a relationship. Yeah, and, so, and even if
2: you call them out and like say, Hey, that by the way, this is a pattern. Like it yeah. still doesn't like make it. It doesn't make it go away. Or make it go
0: away. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing is like I've i the biggest change I've made this time around is open communication you yeah. have hard conversations oh, early because with my last relationship we there was like a good year where there was hard conversations that needed to happen oh, and man. they did no, that's not and i'm not okay mm-hmm.
2: with that exactly. ever i talk oh gosh i mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> i talk
2: <laughs> well yeah i think that's why yeah that's like it's like why i I'm, I cry a lot. I just let everything be on the surface all the time. Yeah, I think, right. that I, and now to get serious again, I think that that.
0: Act three, the low stakes act <laughs> <laughs> like I, This is just what I'm, in. let's talk about yeah, it. Let's talk I'm about this? Yeah, this. yeah, I'm, like, I love <laughs> it. Keep going, keep going.
2: There's, I think that we correct for things like from our growing up. And I don't know if, if I felt growing up I'm going to say, I don't know, because that sounds, you know, more soft, Um, but like of wanting to keep things hidden or just keep things so that the outside looks nice um, so that, I mean, you may have problems on the inside, but that's just our problem. And we deal with them like as Mm -hmm. a family right? um, uh, and as individuals that like, if you have, and it's not that we didn't talk about stuff as a family again, but like, there's this idea that like, you're supposed to look good on the outside. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think Um, that involves a lot of times having to perform something that's not true, perform a personality or um, a role Mm -hmm. that isn't true or honest. And um, my swing has been a little bit too far in the other direction where like, I'm like, uh, you know what? I will tell anybody anything. Mm -hmm, Like I don't have any secrets. The overcorrection. That's kind of
0: how I am. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah,
2: everything's just (laughs) surface all the time. And like, I think that I, I found a lot of value to that because it does the more, like the more I'm able to export all of that um, and take in the input from people who are balanced in different, like we all balance each other out. And so that's, if we all just try and like fix ourselves, we we only have a certain set of tools. And so again, yeah, you gotta, you gotta use other people as well. So, um, I think yeah, having all of that stuff on the surface, it comes yeah, mm. comes down to the communication where I'm just like, you know what? Can we just like, can we just talk about this? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I am more delicate in communication, or I'll I'll be like, I'll try and say something in a way that's very inoffensive, where it's like
4: consider it, I guess
0: like, sure. consider it. I mean, with nice more right finesse. Yeah. Finesse, yeah. yeah sure. I will finesse yeah. word my words. Yeah, I'll word spin it, Andrew okay? Like <laughs> even if I'm saying
2: something that's like constructive to somebody, like I always like it's a super high value to just yeah. like spin mm-hmm. it constructively or like spin it positively and with finesse right um but then like every once in a while if like i if i just get to this point Mm -hmm. of like this is this needs to we need to talk about this it's It's like it's gonna
0: hit you in the side and like so open communication is really good and that's what i've been like trying to do but like what's so hard about it is you like and this is why i think Mm -hmm. because it's not like i didn't have that Uh as a priority in my last relationship but the thing was like we would attempt to like start a hard conversation. I could huh. tell it would like really hurt her to like have mm. this conversation. And right, sometimes yeah.
2: like so the kind thing is to like be like, okay,
0: yeah, well, okay, well, yeah. Well, like yeah. sometimes you bring it bring it up and you have like it, the mm. conversation itself sucks or like it's really emotional or whatever. Mm. But yeah. at the end, you're like, oh, I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah, right, yeah. we but, needed
2: to do that. Yeah, but
0: then sometimes and like this has happened like w- between mm-hmm. me and Jane is like we have this we have a really hard conversation, but then like uh there's just like certain ideas that are really hard to communicate and especially. um What's interesting about that is, like, it, it, I don't know if she wants to be talking about this on the show, but, like, like, with me and Jane, like, we, we, we communicate in very, very different ways, and, right, like sometimes yeah. we joke about the fact that oh, we, we sure. speak completely different languages, oh. and uh-huh. so, yeah. like, I really like the language she speaks, and I think she really likes the language I speak, <laughs> yeah, but, like, for sure. there's just, like, there, there's this, like, the middle, there's this section of just, like, stuff that we can't communicate to each you're other like, you're saying a thing,
2: and... I didn't get it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) exactly. uh And like, I'll say the same thing. And she like, we just like, she'll have said something to me. Mm -hmm. And then like a date, like I'll do something wrong. And she's like, I told you that. And I'm like, that did, like, it just didn't sink in. Like it just <laughs> didn't get Different to me. frequencies. It, it's yeah. not like I wasn't I listening. Hate it's that just that so much. And, and so that's, what's been hard is that uh, now I, in my head, I'm like, I'm communicating, mm-hmm. but then like I have, we've been really, we've been talking about, we need to communicate more effectively yeah. or we need to learn to Does speak each other's language. Where
2: you're seeing two, two other people outside mm-hmm. of yourself communicate and you can see that happening between yeah, them. And you're yeah, like, yeah. I see what's happening and I could fix it. And you just want to like go in and just like, be like, no, this is what they mean. And this is what they yeah. mean. Um, I, That happens to me. I have to resist sometimes. My my
0: therapist, who I actually haven't seen in a really long time, but he was telling me that like it's really like couples he does a lot of couples therapy yeah. and he was saying like a lot of people think that you need to go to couples therapy once you're starting to have problems and he's yeah, like no you no. just need like if you're a couple and you're like serious go to couples therapy because then someone's right, like, yeah. watching you yeah. and uh-huh.
2: they can be like oh I see what's happening yeah, right. you
0: don't, you don't want to yeah. wait until like you have to fix no. what's gone wrong you want to yeah. like be able to catch it and be like okay how can we learn to uh, communicate now before mm. things get shitty and, it's like you uh, each
2: you each have a sharp tool <laughs> and right. if you're like waving it at each other like you should know how to do that yeah. exactly. uh, but yeah. you don't want to go at after you've like impaled each other, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. emotionally.
1: I'll would, I would say the biggest disconnect with my fiance and I is when. When we're ready to talk mm-hmm. about things, she's pretty much always just like, Hey, oh, let's no, talk about no. this <laughs> right now. And I'm like, um, I need an hour. Like, that's yeah. I, interesting. I need yeah. three yeah. hours before we, like, I'm, okay, I'm gonna see that you're ready to talk about that. Yeah. and I need, or, or like, I'll wait like a really long time before my <laughs> responses. Mm-hmm. That's the, respectful yeah. in a way, though, because
2: mm-hmm. if you try and force something to happen like right now, just because you feel like you're supposed to, um, then you might not have right, yeah. the ability to be clear headed or right like, calm. and there's a balance yeah. too i don't want
1: always to be like yeah just wait on me all the time like yeah. there's you gotta kind of meet halfway oh
0: yeah. like, like, then there's these moments where like i have this thought like it, this has happened with me and jane like recently <laughs> like we've gotten into a couple of fights because like i'll have I'll have this hesitation where i'm like i need to say this right if i now? say it it's gonna ruin oh, everything yeah. but here it comes <laughs> and like, like I, and in the back of my head i'm like this is so i do you shouldn't preface do it this at all? uh i mean i usually try and be careful like the, the problem is like Kevin's all about the preface. Oh, well, I'm, I'm all about the preface. <laughs> okay. I'm all about, like, going I'm through things logically. Yeah. And, like, yeah. it's not that I don't feel... Like, it's let not, me explain
2: uh, to you why I'm thinking about this right yeah. now and where it comes from and... Well, well and the,
0: the, there was a distinct like, moment where we we had come to the conclusion that it, we fought for, like, three hours. <laughs> and, like, we had come to the conclusion that uh, we needed to change the way we communicate um, or, like, we needed to just try and understand each other better. Yeah. And right. I, I think, like I said, uh, like, I was trying to, like, conclude, basically. And I was like, okay, so, like, if we... Uh, like if we agree that we need to communicate differently. And like she snapped at me, she's like, no, it's not an if, we have to. And I'm like, no, like you don't understand. I'm thinking in terms of like premises. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like this is like, how. Now
2: accepting this is true. Th- yeah, how do we move
0: this forward? Is, this yeah. is yeah. like a logical premise. It's, and like, it was just like. It's not me
2: being undecided. It's <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. Well, I
0: had this big realization like, because oh, you're I are talking in terms philosophy, of philosophy language. language. Yeah. Yeah, I told her like, for sure. I forget that I speak in like philosophical jargon. Oh and I'm, like when like, I'm talking to someone like Brandon. We just, we don't even think about it. Yeah, And so. Seriously. It's just it's just learning to like identify that in myself of like, like okay, what, what are the ways I'm, like
2: no, I don't just
0: it was like this big oh my gosh. It, it was actually really helpful because I was like, Oh, I must it do like this made all it the clear, time.
2: yeah, oh my gosh, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gosh. Yeah. yeah self awareness is so important. Yeah, and yeah, it's because like everyone just, has blind spots and so like yeah. even if I'm constantly self analyzing, mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna miss something. Yeah. Well, so let's, let's create another podcast sucks. where we just, we give well, a couple of therapy podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're qualified for that, John.
1: Um I, hope, well. I disagree. <laughs> but we'll only bring the,
0: the guests on one at a time and just be like, well, we, this yeah, know, so. This is going long. So we know. can get into the, into the take- takeaway. Okay. Uh-huh. Takeaway. I don't know if we, to- we didn't tell you about this. So no, take- I mean, I, I Okay. Yeah. So the takeaway oh, is, take- yeah. is if somebody yeah. were to just like fast forward to this one sound bite, what would you want them to be left with?
2: I think that. You have to be where you're at. And sometimes that means your feelings are on the surface and they're raw. Um, And a lot of times people don't know what to do with you when you're in that state. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's where the communication piece comes in, where it's like, if you're, if you're feeling your feelings and there's something that you know, you need or don't need Mm -hmm. um, like you'd lose nothing by communicating to the people around you. Like, look, this is where I'm at. This is what yeah. I need from you. Can you, can you not do this? Cause it's stressing me out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes they're not gonna listen, <laughs> but you just have to do that. Um, so that's one takeaway as far as just like personal growth. That's like a big mm-hmm. thing for me. Um, and just being willing to let, let time pass. Um, and then, yeah, uh, obviously we started with music and, um, sometimes the music is just a way of processing. And so like, you need to find your way of, of processing what you're going through or thinking through. Yeah. And maybe that's music for you or maybe it's something else, but if you're not processing, um, then it's,
0: you'll never grow. Yeah. You're, you're never, never going to grow. Never, yeah.
2: So, Yeah.
1: I love cool. it. No no, no, one's, no one's ever touched on that. Also, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Spin
2: things positively. It's spin. so so helpful. Spin, spin, spin.
0: spin, 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 spin. spin pew. Why, pew. Don't Why don't we have a soundboard? I think this is this is better than this to the show. Donate to the oh yeah, do you have anything to plug? Wait. I guess like what's your uh oh. band, band camp or like a yeah.
2: Our record's available everywhere. Um, it's called Place to Land. And oh, wow. Hi. Okay. <laughs> it's called Place to Land. So, yeah, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, whatever you use to listen. It's on Bandcamp. Um, we have physical copies available on Bandcamp as well. Um, and like our Facebook page, follow us on Spotify. That's always really helpful. Um, and Instagram. And we've got a lot of things coming up for the year. So um, stay in the loop. Cause, yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, John, I, got, I got no plugs. No plugs. I've got, uh, follow me at K underscore who at Twitter. Uh, no, yeah. No, I feel no, like we have like 50 podcasts to plug probably by yeah. it, but because this comes out, they're starting like, a marriage oh, right. and family counseling yeah. podcast. <laughs> that's true. So <laughs> stay uh, tuned. <laughs> YouTube.com slash what a nerd show. <laughs> the counseling uh, process. That's yes. my YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. That's it. Hmm, that's it, I don't that's it for me. That's All it right. for us. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank it was you so much It was a blast. All right.
2: Talking is my favorite. It's yeah. the best
1: thing ever. <laughs> Hit that button. Hit it. Hit it, please. Bow, 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 bow. Hit that button. Bow.
0: All right. Well, only because you did a bunch yeah. of noises for <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the. Remember when it took us like ten minutes? Yeah, it, it took so long. Now we just long. do it. Now, now it's, it's no like, problem. And now it's like, who cares? We have it memorized. Thank you for listening to the process. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, be sure to go and like our page over at Facebook.com/slash The Process with John and Kevin, uh, or give us a subscribe over at SoundCloud.com/slash The Process with John and Kevin, or. Any podcasting app, iTunes, do it all, do, do everything. It all. And we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the process. Visit
1: all those sites, visit them, and visit us next week for our guest for the final guest for yeah this season, season four. Yeah, no. season five, season, season four. four, season four. four, Kelly Beach. Yeah, do it. All right, thanks, guys.
0: Thanks.